Hello and welcome to the show. My name is Andy Taylor and this is my podcast. And in today's show, we're going to be talking about goals. And not in the conventional sense and probably not in the way you're expecting me to talk about goals. Because today's show is all about why I think there is a better alternative to goals. Now, as I've mentioned and touched on in previous episodes, I'm only sharing things here with you guys in order to give you options. So I'm not by any means telling you that any way that you do things is right or wrong or indifferent. I'm just simply saying that this is a way that I tried. This is a way I've shared with other people and it is proven to work for them, for me. So it might be worth you having a go at that particular technique or this particular way of doing things, okay? So I'm not dictating, I'm not telling you to do one thing or another. And I understand that if you've been following personal development for any length of time, you will undoubtedly have come across goal setting uh, techniques. And one of the most prevalent and one of the most popular is the SMART goal technique. Now, I say it that way because I have to cringe every time I say it. You see, I have a couple of very particular, very considerable issues with SMART goals, and I'll get to that in a moment. But what we're talking about today is how I personally believe, and I've proven it it works for me, and it certainly works for people I've shared it with who have tried it. And that is that instead of goals, we focused on objectives, long-term objectives. So our desired outcome, instead of becoming a goal, becomes an objective. Now you might think that goals and objectives are the same thing. They're really not. Because if you think about a goal, you're thinking about something that is something that you are working towards at some point in the future. Okay, now I know there's an argument to say that objectives are the same. They really aren't. And I'll get to that later in this, this episode because is a very critical distinction and it's a really important one. Um, but objectives are more solid, they're more tangible, okay? And more specifically, I want to, to share with you why I personally think that setting objectives, having objectives instead of goals, and then instead, instead of setting yourself mini goals that get you towards your end goal, instead of doing that, we have a series of projects that get us to, that help us to achieve our objectives. Okay, so hopefully that's making sense to you so far. And the reason why I'm so passionate about this is because it all comes down to linguistics. It all comes down to how we perceive things. There is that magic word again. Okay, so having an objective is so much better than having a goal. They are not the same thing. As I said, I'm going to touch on that a little bit later on. And one of the key distinctions is just how we have been brought up perceiving the difference between objectives and a goal. Okay, so we're looking at it from an entirely different perspective. And yes, those two words are very familiar to you by now, perception and perspective. And it's it's so true and it plays out every in every aspect of personal development, in every aspect of any kind of change work that you might want to do in your life. Perception, perspective and awareness, which is another one that we talk about often, 
they're the critical components and it's it's the central thing to everything I teach it's a central thing to everything I do is my work is my my entire purpose really uh, professionally is to assist people in opening up their awareness in stepping back and becoming more aware and shifting their perception of the world around them and their own life and changing their perspective and giving them an insight my insights that may help them may help you to to shift your perspective and to see the world from a different viewpoint and it is so profound when you actually do that, when you actually follow through on some of these exercises and you actually do shift your perception and you change, you become more self-aware and you change your perspective and you see things a different way, the world just opens up before you. The, the world of opportunity, there just seems to be much more opportunity than there was before from your limited thinking and your limited perspective. perspective. Once you step back and you become more aware and your perception changes and your perspective changes and you have a much broader perspective, then you can achieve so much more and you can achieve anything you want to, right? You can achieve anything you set your mind to, anything you want to. And that's an interesting phrase, isn't it? Anything you set your mind to. We're going to get onto that a little bit later too. But what I want to talk about straight away is SMART goals. Now, Smart goals are that they're, they're one that they're, you know the ten a penny is the old the old phrase goes. The vast majority of coaches you see online will teach some form of smart goal goal setting technique, right? Now I have not got smart is an acronym by the way if you're not aware if you you've completely uh, you know oblivious to what smart means, smart is an acro an, an acronym. I believe the word is. Um, yeah, sorry, my my language my language skills failed me then for a moment. Um, yeah, so SMART is a, an acronym, and it stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Realistic, and Time Framed. Okay, so depending on who you listen to and who you follow, you may get a slight variation on that but that to me is the most common one that i've come across so specific measurable attainable realistic and time framed now of those five elements to smart goals i have no problem with three of them i have absolutely no problem with three of them and as i said i'm not here to tell you not to set smart goals but just become just there's a, there's a, a little um there's a little technique I want to share with you right at the end of today that if you really, really, really want to set SMART goals, then this might be worth you trying and might be worth you adding to your little repertoire as you do so. Okay, so sound cool? Awesome. Now, my, my issues with SMART goals are not with specific. I think specificity is crucial. You have to be you have to really narrow down. You have to be very specific on what you want to achieve. So if you want to, I mean, it's the same when we, we talk about, when I talk about objectives and setting an objective, make it as specific as possible. Make it really clear. Focus in on the details. What does it look like? What does it feel like? When, you, when, you're gonna, when, when you've achieved that goal, what's it going to look like and what's it going to feel like to you? 
when you've achieved that objective, when you've reached that ob objective, right? So specificity is not my issue with SMART goals. Measurable as well is something I think you should always, always try to have some degree of measurement in place when you set, if you insist on setting goals, measuring, having a measurable scale is certainly worth the, the effort to, to put into place and think about. Because the argument is that the only way you're going to know if you're on track to your goal, if you have some form of measuring your progress. And yeah, all for that, even with objectives, like I've said before, when you focus on and you set yourself an objective, having the ability to track your progress is a, is a really good thing to be able to do. Now, this is where we get to my issues. Okay, the issue I have with SMART goals, and there are two of them, achievable and realistic. Okay, oh, good God, the problem I have with these. Now, achievable and realistic on the surface, it might seem like I'm being pedantic. It might seem that I'm, I'm sounding really weird and that I've got an issue with that. The whole point of progressing from where we are to where we want to be, the whole point of changing something in our lives is that we, we, are, we, we are deliberately setting ourselves up to step beyond what we already know, to step beyond what we are already capable of, to become something more, to do something more, something bigger, better, something more impactful. So by definition, we are stepping beyond what, what we already have experienced. So our own perceived limitations, there's that word again. So achievable, to set a goal that's achievable, where are you getting your references from? Where are you getting that, you know, where do you, how do you know what's achievable? You look back at your own past results, right? Now, there is an argument to say, well, you might look at other people. But seriously, the way the brain works, the first person you're going to look to each and every single time is you. So your level of what your idea as to what is achievable or not is purely going to be based on your own perception, your own perspective of what you have achieved up to now. Okay. There are going to be those that would argue against me on that one, but trust me. This is this has always been my my problem with setting smart goals, and it's it crippled me for a very long time when I started setting goals, and I couldn't figure out why they weren't working, why I wasn't making progress, and it's because I was living within my limitations. And that's an interesting phrase for you to memorize and and really take away with you, because when you live within your own limitations, there is very little chance that you're going to step beyond those okay if you are specifically setting quote-unquote goals that are based on your own perceived limitations as you are right now the chance of you progressing very far at all are going to be very very limited okay now we get to realistic i have the same problem with realistic as i do with attainable funnily enough because what are we using what benchmark are we using to decide what is realistic for us, right? And again, the argument could be, oh, well, okay, if other people have achieved what I want to achieve, then it's realistic. Yes and no, because yes, I kind of agree with the principle of that, 
But again, the inherent way the brain functions and the inherent way the brain works is that the first reference point for what is realistic and possible for us is going to be us. It's going to be our past results. Now, coaching has a really, really powerful tendency to contradict itself at times. And one of the ways it does that is the fact that it suggests that, you know, we are, we are, we base it, our, our past results are no indicator of our future successes. And you put that in context of goal setting, where they want you to be, re, you know, realistic with regards to SMART goals. And they're essentially saying, right, okay, you are, you know, you're, you, what you know to be realistic is what you've achieved in the past. And even though you might be thinking, well, other people have achieved it, so it's realistic. And that's fine. I have no issue with that at all. But as I said, the first reference point you're always going to get, the first reference point, the go-to place for your brain when you start thinking about setting smart goals is going to be you. It's going to be your history. It's going to be your experiences. So the, the contradiction is that, the, the you know, the coaching world has already said, right, okay, your past results are no indicator of your future successes. But at the same time, we want you to be realistic when you set goals. So we want you to set goals based on your past results. And it just really, really gives me the shits, to be perfectly honest, and to coin a very Aussie phrase. Now, we get to the time frame, and this is where we go back to me actually agreeing with, with SMART goals in that sense, is the fact that time framed, having a time scale is absolutely fantastic and it's something that i really 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 recommend you do whether you continue along the smart goal setting path or whether you choose to to follow my example and to to look at something a little bit different which is i'm getting there i'm going to get into that i'm going to go into it in detail but i thought it was important for me to give you some clarity as to why i have the issue with smart goals that i have so what I want to say is that instead of instead of goals and mini goals or sub goals, which is what most people see them as. So basically what they do is they set this global goal, this end result goal, and then they give it a time frame and then they break down that time frame and set mini goals where the achievement of each mini goal leads to the next. And then the achievement of that mini goal leads to the next. And then eventually you get to where you want to go. Right. You achieve the end result, the end goal. To me, there is a much, much better way because I've always had the same understanding of goals. Okay, the same definition of goals to me is that it's it's something that we work towards to achieve at some point in the future. Okay, so you set a goal, it's a it's like down the path, it's down the road somewhere, okay? And mini goals are the same really so that they're, they're, they're just smaller goals which you can achieve quicker yes but again it's something you're working towards now the way i have, have learned to to change that and what i do now is that i have a, a global objective so basically an overriding objective in a particular area of my life or uh, my relationships or my finances or business or, or whatever it might be that i'm working on that is the objective is the desired result. Okay, so I'm working on that. And a, an objective to me 
just seems like it's here and now. It's something that's much, much closer than a quote-unquote goal would be. Okay? And this is where we get to the, you know, the, the title of this, this episode, which is Goals versus Projects. Instead of setting mini goals on the way to a global goal, I have a, an overriding objective that I want to reach, right? So in order to get there, what I do is I establish a series of projects. Now, the definition to me of projects, the way that I choose to define projects, is something that you work on now. So it's something that you're working on right now, this moment in time or tomorrow, or, or basically where you sit right now or where you stand right now, you can work on a project. You will only ever be working towards a goal. Okay, that's that. That's where the, the the semantics potentially of of definitions come in. But I don't I don't really care whether you think I'm being semantic or not because linguistics are powerful things. The linguistics of what we we say to ourselves are fucking key to our our whether or not we achieve something. Okay, that we're we're setting out to achieve. So whether you whether you choose to pursue the goal route, and that's fine if you do. But like I said, stick with me right to the end because I'm going to be sharing with you a little caveat, a little add-on to setting smart goals, which I would love you to to really bear in mind if you insist on going that route. But for me, set it. You know, creating an overarching objective, so a big objective. It's always been much more powerful than setting a future goal and having a sequence and a series of projects that I can work on rather than towards working, uh, sorry, rather than working towards mini goals. It's always been much more productive for me. It's always been much more powerful and it's always been much more successful for me. As I've already, as I've already mentioned, this is a simple shift in the language that we use and it might seem like semantics but it's linguistics and it's so impactful and it makes all the difference to how our brain and here comes our favorite word here come our favorite words again perceive the objective or if you wish the goal they they perceive an objective differently than they would a brain would perceive an objective differently than it would perceive a goal as I said, the difference to me personally is that a goal is something in the future that we work towards, whereas an objective is something that we work on right now. We work on achieving an objective by setting ourselves projects, which on the completion of each project always moves us a step towards the overall completion of our objective, right? So the linguistics is key and it changes our perception. And our perception having shifted and our perception of our, uh, of ob objectives being different to that of goals what then happens when we shift our perception we talked about this in few, in um, previous episodes when we shift our perception our perspective changes so you will have an entirely different perspective of what you want to achieve the outcome that you're looking for should you follow my example and the example of others I've shared this with uh, during the course of my work that when you shift from setting goals to creating objectives your perception will shift automatically and that in turn will automatically change your perspective 
So that's worth, that's really worth bearing in mind because the more we can shift our perspective, the more we open up opportunities and the more we open up the potential that we really truly have, our unlimited potential. Do you remember we talked about that? Well, this is a surefire way to tap into more of that is when you shift your perception or you use the perception that the change in perception that automatically happens when you create objectives rather than set goals and the perception will shift your perspective and with that shift in perspective so much more opens up before you you have more opportunity you have more options to pursue and each one of those is it's just it's just such an amazing feeling. I can't tell you how great it is. If you haven't already experienced it, wait until you do because you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. It's just, it, it's almost as though you are looking at the world through an entirely different set of eyes when you shift your perception and therefore your perspective changes. When the perception of our desired outcome changes, as I say, our perspective shifts and it's so easy then to see clearly exactly what you want to do and what you need to do in order to, to, to achieve that objective. And what does that then do? It basically automatically creates the projects that you need to achieve and that you need to complete on the way to achieving that objective. So you think about it from this point of view. If you have taken the step to shift your perception from goals to an objective instead that broadens your horizons it changes your perspective so you are then able to see more and you are then able to see more clearly more importantly what it is you need to achieve in order to reach that objective and those steps that you need to achieve in order to reach that objective those are your projects. Those naturally slot into place and become your projects. So that itself makes the entire process much more streamlined and much more intuitive and almost automatic. It just takes that one perception change to switch from setting an, an overarching goal to creating an objective, right? To, which is your desired outcome that changes your perception, which shifts your perspective, which then creates more awareness of opportunities and alternatives, which allow you to clearly see what you need to achieve in order to reach that objective. And those steps, those things that you need to achieve, however many there are and whatever they are, the key ones those become your projects. So I said to you, I told you earlier that I was going to share with you something. If you really, really do insist on following the smart goal setting technique, because, well, and I do hate this term because Tony Robbins says it's the way to go, right? Whether it's Tony Robbins or insert coach of choice here, you know, says smart goals are the way to go. That's fine by me. I'm not against anybody in this industry and I'm certainly not going to tell you that you should never set smart goals. If that's what you want to do, then I'm fine. I'm, I've got no issue with that at all. I'm just here to offer alternatives to give you what is in my mind and in the minds of the people that I've helped through this, a much 
better, much easier process to follow and a much more natural and instinctive and intuitive way to do things to reach your objectives and achieve your desired outcomes, however you phrase them, right? So if you do insist on setting smart goals, then as I've said uh, earlier in the podcast, specific, great. Love specific. Specificity is exactly what you need. You need to get really down and dirty. You need to get really clear on what it is that you want to achieve. So great. Tick. Big tick. Okay. Specificity. Tick. Measurable. Again, have a way of measuring your progress. Have a way of seeing that you're still on track. Measurability. Big tick. Achievable. Right. As we talked at length earlier on about what my problem with achievability and and what is attainable or achievable, whichever way you want to word it, is always going to default to what you've already accomplished. Now, how about this? When you are in the process of setting your SMART goal, instead of when you get to the achievable aspect of it, when you get to thinking what is achievable for you, Ask yourself this very simple question, okay? So if you must insist on setting SMART goals, just ask yourself this question when it comes to defining what is achievable for you or attainable for you. What would be achievable and attainable for me if I had all the resources, skill and understanding that I could ever possibly wish for? Okay? So that will shift your perspective enough so that your your sense of what is achievable for you will broaden. And that's my hope is that you you really start to see things differently and you'll actually begin to be able to make progress with SMART goals. And the same is true when we get to realistic. Okay, so instead of just defaulting to what's realistic for me as I am now, which frankly is a way to achieve, you know, zero progress or very little, if any, Instead of just defaulting to that, ask yourself the same kind of question. What would be realistic for me if I could, if I knew without a shadow of a doubt that I couldn't fail? What would be realistic for me if I knew without a shadow of a doubt I could achieve anything I set my mind to? Okay, brilliant question when it comes to what we consider to be realistic for us and not. And then finally, we get to time frame. And again, big tick on time frame. Set yourself a time frame, not a time limit, not a deadline, a timeline to get you from where you are right now to where you want to be. Okay, so that's smart goals. And I did say that I would also cover the phrase, we can achieve anything that we set our mind to. All that is a reference to is simply that once you understand the difference between goals and objectives when you really think about your objective and you think about your desired end result however you choose to to pursue it that is setting your mind to something so if your objective is to meet the man or woman of your dreams then your objective becomes clear you know it's very easy to set yourself up a sequence of projects such as you know, change the wardrobe out or get a haircut or shave or buy better deodorant, whatever it might be. Um, I mean, you know, all joking aside. But you see what I'm saying is the fact that when you set your mind to something, when you actually focus in on a desired end result, that is setting your mind to it. 
Okay, so with that, I'm going to end today's show. I've hoped you've enjoyed it. I've hoped it shed some clarity on just the way I do things now. Instead of setting goals, I create objectives. And then I achieve those objectives by setting myself up projects, which I work on rather than towards. And that to me is critical. And I realize, I mean, I've used the word semantics probably too many times in today's episode, but I'm going to say it again. You might think it's very semantic that, A small shift in, you know, a goal and an objective may seem like the same thing, but they're really not because it's not the word itself and it's not what it describes. It is how we perceive it. It's how our brains perceive it that that, that changes, that shifts. And once we have that shift in perception, our perspective changes too. And we are just able to see more. We're able to see more clearly that which we need to achieve in order to reach our objective, in order to attain our desired outcome. And those, what we see, what we, what we then see more clearly, those, the things that come up for us become our projects. And that in itself is worth its weight in gold to know without really putting much effort into it at all, what we need to achieve on a project basis one by one by one in order to reach our desired outcome our objective so as i said that's it for today i hope you've enjoyed it i hope it's been useful um if you insist on pursuing the smart goal technique then that's totally fine too but do it for your reasons not somebody else's not because somebody else says okay so just think about it it's an alternative it's a different way of doing it Maybe it will work better for you. Maybe it won't. Maybe smart goals are the way to go for you. But I'm just saying that this is proven by me and by others to be much more powerful and much easier process to follow. And yeah, kind of effortless too. So that's it for today. And I'll talk to you again very soon. Have a great one.